me in high school. Mm, why? I'm just kidding. <laughs> what part of you is chocolate? That's what he said yesterday. Today. Being chocolate. And I said you are not chocolate. <laughs> you don't think I'm chocolate? What color am I? Like caramel. 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 Caramel macchiato. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Triple shot. Uh-huh. Cinnamon. Dulce de leche. Dolce. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Dolce better do it. Dolce better do it. That Dolce dog better not. Go into town on that bone. He's just sure going is. across the floor. Oh no, she better don't. That's like a gay man getting off, uh, getting out of quarantine last year, going to town on that bone. Oh, I was like, what is what? No. <laughs> what did I do in quarantine? A, a gay man. No. I didn't say mm. which gay man. I said a gay man. Oh, so you weren't just like outing me. I mean, <laughs> nobody on this podcast. I was saying it, and then all of a sudden, you. I had a guilty conscience. Had a guilty conscience. <laughs> and while at one point in my life, I thought I wanted to be a priest. Yeah. How did that go? Well, <laughs> you got on your knees and prayed. Now I get on my knees for yeah. other reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Ayo. Pull Ayo. up to the bump, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god like this. <laughs> why it doesn't feel right oh you invited a third person into your marriage and now you don't you don't like the way i've come i've taken over mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what i do <laughs> why because he's stealing jokes He's pulling focus. Uh huh. Sorry. And it's supposed to be all about me. Uh huh. It's a podcast. <laughs> it, it has your name. <laughs> it has my name on it. That's the R Spoopy Podcast by Spencer Alexander Smith. Because L Tags, I perp- intentionally didn't put any of our names on it because. I'm you have like, a rotating cast. We're like the freaking views. Oh, we got rotating. <laughs> we're like Destiny's Child. Am I Rosie O'Donnell? We're like the Supremes. Oh, are you? Mm. I, I feel like Kendall is one. more. Who's the biggest one? Who? The big one. The big one? That was me. Yeah. Star. <laughs> Star before she was skinny. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I'm Whoopi, right? No, let's see. You would I'm be. I'm Megan McCain. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> the unlikable character that's always wrong, but yeah. always has an opinion. Because <laughs> Kendall, was, he was more Meredith Vieira. No, not Meredith yeah. Vieira. I would be Whoopi slash Meredith Vieira. I'm boring. He's Kendall a, would have been like Joe Behar, Joy Behar. Joy, mm-hmm. Joy Behar. But I mean, if you were to tell him that, I think he'd be mad. I don't think he. Li- I think he appreciates what she does or who she is. But I don't think he's a big fan. He wouldn't be like, oh yeah, it's me. But he'd be Joy. You. Um, I don't think I would be on the show. You wouldn't be on the <laughs> you're, show. You're just the producer. I'm the production yeah. assistant. I'm the table. The table. People slam things. Ow. You're that tall glass of water Whoopi drinks every day. Oh. Ooh. She's not a lesbian. She's not. We can't talk about it. But if I'm if I'm Whoopi, then I can talk about you like Whoopi making Whoopi tall drink of water. Oh. Is it drink of water or glass of water? What is glass. it? Tall glass of water. Tall drink. Of, you can say both. What does that even mean? Um. Uh, You're thirsty. Coco. That dog. Coco. I don't know. I don't know what where that phrase came from, but it's something. Coco. I was wondering. Like I casually mentioned that y'all are closer to him. I thought, well, maybe someone will pick up the bone. No. no. <laughs> what? We just liked a little bit of background noise. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it makes it so much more realistic. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
It's like we're in the other room. Yeah. That's what Alejandro is saying about our podcast. And who is he bonding with? He's bonding with your mom about our podcast. And he was like, do you listen to their podcast? She goes, yeah, sometimes. She, does, she doesn't listen. She does. I don't want her to. Yeah. I was about to say, I don't want my mom to listen to it. And tell my mom. What's the name of your podcast? Uh, he just, <laughs> my favorite murder. I don't want Oprah's <laughs> favorite thing. Why did it have Oprah on it? I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> I don't want any of my. Oh, I don't. My parent. I mean, my mom. I, I'm thankful that my mom does because she's the only one who listens to. Let's talk about gay stuff. Um, aside from a few others, um, exactly. she's loyal. Um, uh, the students don't want them. Like I'll mention, like run to businesses you know as part of my you know uh lectures and then i'm like i don't mention because i try to be hip you know i'm like oh podcast like, i'm one with the youths <laughs> i got a podcast but I, they probably think it's like some business nerd podcast meanwhile talking <laughs> you about you did try to start that one what i did it's <laughs> still in the works i have a website for it how biz works you can check it out mm. like my nephew got to put that he did worked on that project it was a paid project for him so you know work um Building that resume. Um, <laughs> resume. I, just, I, just, I was on a podcast. I produced well, a podcast. Pr- no, he built a website. Oh, so, okay. You know, that's, okay. That's, um, <laughs> I but, put this on my resume. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So everything. I think I did legit. too. Yeah. Why, um, why not? <laughs> but I don't want students. I don't want my coworkers. I don't want my team members. I mean, if I know you and you say, oh, I listen to your podcast, I'm always like, <gasps> oh, yikes. Which part? <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been listening? Yeah. In the good old days. <laughs> did you listen from the beginning or did you well, start? Like Fourth of July episode. <laughs> My favorite is when people ask, like, where should I start listening? And I'm like, the you beginning. You could listen at any time. You could listen to anything single one because they're honestly standalone, but it. <laughs> Are you nervous? No, I just. Anxiety. I like tag nuts. <laughs> I do not know why. We tied the knot. Almost oh, a year ago. Oh. Our crying podcast. <laughs> Tears. It's like once a week. <laughs> I have never cried on L tags. <laughs> I feel like it's a lie. <laughs> I have on other stupid Just a couple times. <laughs> but that's where we are. We're, uh, We're welcome at our to podcast and L- let's talk about gay stuff. Let's talk, talk about gay stuff. The crossover Woo! episode. Yeah. <laughs> Weird, like. Schedules were tight. Dusty's supposed to be here. He's well. He wasn't supposed to. But this is kind of impromptu. Yeah. Uh, but Dusty's Dusty is here. He is, right, Dusty. He's quite, he his just, mic's not working. He's just tied to the chair with the tape over his mouth. <laughs> but I mean, we were trying to squeeze these episodes in like a twink's trying to squeeze in a DP, right? Uh, what does DP like, stand for? <laughs> An aging twink trying to squeeze into a small. Oh, oh. are you look? Why are you, why are you guys looking at me? It's because not you. Not you can't fit in a small. <gasps> I think this T-shirt extra is really large. large. <laughs> extra large. Okay. Extra, extra large. Our shorts got mixed up the other day. Spent some mine. Um, laundry. Uh, laundry. I was like, well, you could, but, you could take you know, that. It was a. Ways. It was a small, and I was like, putting putting them on. I'm like, these feel tighter. I mean, I can say I safely got them on, but they felt way tighter than my, my normal shorts. And I was like, mother frick, like I'm gaining so much weight and. They were small. I pulled them off. I'm like, these aren't mine. These are a size like small. So these aren't right. So to win because I spit in the small ones. Um, so that's a big win. That's how my that week's going. 
<laughs> How are things looking sis. in your neck of the woods? <laughs> Period. Period, sis. Um, well, I mean, normally when we start our podcast, we just talk about nothing for 30 minutes. minutes. 40. But you guys have current events on Let's Talk About yeah, This Yeah, we stuff. kiki. Our, our current event. What do, we, what do we have to kiki about? <laughs> I told you it's a tight week. I don't know nothing. what's going on. Do we get nothing? Um, even though we do these every two weeks now. So, uh-huh. um, well, we missed our schedule last week. But anyway, no one cares Ad- about all that. Adele. 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 Adele has an album. She is a queen of the gays currently. Mm-hmm. She is um, living, loving, drinking wine. She does drink wine. Did you know that was song. supposed to be a 15 minute song? Yeah. I want the 15 want- minute version. <laughs> I read somewhere that executive producers were like, we love you, Adele, but nobody's going to listen to a 15-minute song. And but all it's the gays... your album. That's what you're supposed to exactly. do. Exactly. And all the gays are like, I absolutely would listen to that. <laughs> I absolutely would. I mean, she got real in that, right? I mean, she was talking to her kid, and oh, she was crying. So then, I mean, I could appreciate the one where she was like, and I'm hungover, and I'm anxious. Well, I'm like, honey, mama, you're you're anxious to feel all those feelings because you're hungover. Because uh-huh. that's what happens. Is that is that why I feel feelings? Well, you have no feelings. That you're I'm, homosexual. I'm not even a human. I'm not sure. A lizard person. I'm the only the only consciousness I can be sure of is my own. Oh, and are you even sure sure of that? Are you sure it's not you a guys simulation? Are for the feds. <laughs> I actually just came out from the uh, the hollow ground. Hollow what did, earth. Hollow yeah, earth. Yeah. <laughs> your skin still looks dry and scaly. I drew, well, that's just because that's just me. That's just I just don't wear moisturizer. That's twenty nine. <laughs> It's because I'm an aging twenty. <laughs> Trying to fit in a small. But you can't do it, can but you? Yeah, you can't do it, can you? Well, Silly. I was going to say, House of Gucci, speaking of gay mm. divas. Oh, we can't do that. I know, because you're going to do this as a topic. I'm going to talk about... I'm actually just going to read the Wikipedia page. <laughs> as per... It's not the podcast. Oh, not the usual. Not the usual. Oh, we don't do that. We never just look at the Wikipedia page. I'm actually gonna because this is a crossover, right? So we should probably talk about what's happening here, right? We are oh on a tight production maybe. schedule, and you know, Spence, uh, you you've been on the L Tags podcast. Mm-hmm. We talk about you every week. And Chris is one of the co-hosts. Um, Oh, I am now. And so, uh, so yeah. Forgot about that. Uh, and you guys never let me on our Spooky podcast, <laughs> so I had to figure out a way to get on. And You're I was like, literally on it all the time, screaming at us. I've never had, I, as a guest. I've you never don't been have a microphone in front of your face. I've never you been, people hear you. I've he always had something a, to say. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Does he sound like that? I, I, I like it when he does. <laughs> what are you guys doing? But uh, we're just doing something for the holidays. Keep crossover. it fun. A little crossover. Our spoopy, our gay stuff. Wait, let's talk about gay stuff. Uh, our spoopy gay stuff. Our, our spoopy, spoopy gay, gay stuff. stuff. And uh, I'm because, you know, I, um, you guys talk about murder mystery, right? Our spoopy podcast talks about true crime, murder mystery, scares, scary stuff. Scary stuff like Spence is tripping himself out on uh, conspiracy, con- theories. conspiracy theories. Like, mm-hmm. he looks at me weird now. I'm like, what are you? I'm like, what are you looking I at? He's like, are you real? And I just um, want to know if Finland does exist. It's a good question. I'm gonna do. A, I'm gonna do. Um, I'm. I'm gonna talk about a murder of two gay, of two gay men. So, um, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go on theme with our spoopy podcast. A murder. Yes. A murder. Murder. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to uh, stray away from our 
countdown for this, of course. So we will be not discussing the conspiracy oh, theory. Oh, I was like, what timeline? countdown? Not without some notes, because I tried to, like, let's talk about the glitter. Because I don't even know what the glitterati is. It's not real. It's not on the iceberg. Oh. If it's not on the iceberg, it doesn't exist. The iceberg challenge? The, this is apparently the... You haven't even gotten the iceberg. The iceberg is... It's good. It's a lot. <laughs> You've yeah, listened to yeah, some of the yeah, things. Yeah. We yeah. tried to talk about it the other day, and I was try- having a lot of difficulty explaining it. Well, you were talking about it with Kendall and Ben, and Kendall was like, oh, yeah. And you were like, because it was the first time I think someone was like. Well, you told confirm- Kendall about this yeah, stuff? Yeah, I, I, I did very little. I don't okay, want him good. to look at it. Because you, 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 were confirming, you were confirming. You were confirming. He was confirming, like affirming, I guess, some of the crazy notions uh-huh. and um so then you walked away even more like what uh-huh. what is going on is this real because <laughs> he has like full ass like examples of some of this conspiracy stuff and i'm like i don't need to know this i don't but i don't need this he says he's been to finland and finland doesn't exist so he's working for the feds okay when did he go to fin- oh flight attendant <laughs> flight attendant <laughs> do they even have cities it's not real. <laughs> well, neither is Australia. No. In the flat earthers don't think that uh, Australia Zealand exists. is the seventh continent. Eighth continent. Uh, I told you about that. What? Yeah. yeah. There's another continent. New Caledonia. Oh. Where's old Caledonia? Underwater. <laughs> is Zealandia? No. Hollow Earth. Other side. That's old Caledonia. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, before we get going... Um, we have to thank our friends. Uh, who? We have friends? The Big Bones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. A, recent, oh. <laughs> a recent Gallup poll showed that your Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger in the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to studies, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. And if you're a dog parent, you probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs? Big Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Big Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BigBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Big Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% using promo code SPOOPY15 or GAY15. Gay stuff 15 Gay Stuff15? Spoopy 15 <laughs> Yeah, so if you use SPOOPY15 or Gay Stuff15, you get... 15% off. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Baked Bones is LGBTQ-owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Baked Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S., Need your bones ASAP or want to support small businesses? Baked Bones are now available at Man Ready Mercantile in Houston Heights or at Man Ready Mercantile on South Congress in Austin. Baked Bones. I'm going to do this uh, with you guys more often because I always have to do them by yourself. Yeah, by myself. So, on L tags. Uh, well, uh, I'm sorry. I can put in more of an effort now right, that I please. am a new co-host. Well, you're doing two. So, you do so many podcasts. So, we, we try to we don't want the talent to leave. I'm just you know, so busy. It's the great resignation going on. So. <laughs> I just the great for, I mean cuz I'm talking on your podcast and you're talking on 
our I'm talking on y'all's podcast and y'all are talking on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Them's talking on Them's Dave's podcast. But who, but who are we? I'm Thomas, one of the co-hosts from Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. We never give our names up. Yeah, but <laughs> you're cross-pollinating. So the people that are listening to Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. Wait, let's do the, the intro of Let's Talk About Gay Stuff now. <laughs> Welcome <Okay>. to... <laughs> now we're going to start the Let's Talk About Gay Stuff podcast version of it. All right. But I'm Thomas. And who are you guys? Kendall. No. No, don't. <laughs> Tony. See, oh, conspiracy. We're messing it up. We messed up your podcast. Just tell them who you are. I'm Spencer. I'm, I'm Chris. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, boy. So what do we do now, y'all? Uh, should we talk about spoopy stuff? Yeah, let's talk let's about spoopy it. stuff. Um, who, would you, who, who goes who first? Goes first? I don't know who goes first. I have something short. All right. I'm still... Can I just say I'm still like... Paranoid because you were talking about conspiracy theories. Like I'm still paranoid about this bug that was in my earphone when I when it's I did it. Brain. Which you know what I don't ever wear this set. Uh, so one of you two is walking with bugs in your ears. This is the set I wear. So then I had bugs in my ears. <laughs> but now I'm like, is the government bugging me? Literally, I work for the government of Finland. No, I work for the feds because Finland doesn't exist. Hollow Earth. Yes, <laughs> I'm the lizard. Your head person. is empty. Uh huh. Bugs nest. Uh huh. I'm actually the, the computer that you're going to plug up to the mainframe and it'll destroy everything. Remember? Isn't that mm-hmm. uh, one of the conspiracies too? Yeah, I don't like that one. Yeah. Another conspiracy? I had a weird dream the other night that I had like this, like my face was perfect, like a, it was a cookie face, like perfectly round and all I had was like eyeballs. So think about this like cookie cake and that was my face, but just really, really squishy and fat. And uh, um, and then the I just had two beady eyes. fat cookie. Yeah. But it was like like a marshmallow fat and um yeah i woke up like <gasps> ran to the restroom alejandro woke up in the middle of the night uh i think i told you guys this last night that he just like started yelling at me about a yellow dirigible and yeah. i was like what the fuck is a dirigible apparently it's a blimp <laughs> nobody that's not true that's not real <laughs> if you look it up it's real <laughs> that's just because you put it there no yeah on the feds remember i know <laughs> a dirigible uh-huh I've never heard of it, but he, that's what he calls them. Because I wanted to kiki about this and you've taken it as a topic. Why don't we do yours first? Okay. And then we can kiki about it. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if anyone knows this, Mm-mm. but there's a singer out there named Lady Gaga. What? Mm, she knew? She, uh, relatively okay. speaking in the sense of the world. It's sense of time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she came out with the movie. She came out? Yeah. Oh, with the movie. Called House of Gucci. Has anyone ever heard of Gucci before? <laughs> no. What is Gucci? Well, it's a brand. Um, it's a clothing brand. Uh, clothing and accessories. Um, I like how for Thanksgiving, she tweeted a picture of all her cast members and said, Happy Thanksgiving from the Gucci's. You are not, you're not a part of it. <laughs> that's what I'm that's like. your family. Aren't like, the Gucci's still alive? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. what I'm like. I one thing would be like... Happy Thanksgiving from Georgia Marshall, uh, Mar- Marsha, Marsha Washington, Martha Washington. I mean, they're dead, right? Yeah. yeah they're playing characters. But the Gucci's are, yeah, I just thought it was odd. I'm going to do that next year. Take a picture of your family and say, Happy, happy Thanksgiving from Photoshop the Kennedys. myself <laughs> into a cartoon version of Scooby-Doo. Uh-huh. And it's going to say, Happy Thanksgiving from me and the gang. The gang. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to send it to everyone. You should send it to Lady Gaga specifically. I should. <laughs> this is inspired by you. <laughs> I 
think she'd appreciate that. I think she would. She hasn't heard from me in a while, so mm. she might like the. By the way, the daughters today, uh, as we were, uh, you went, Spence went into Target um, to go get masks for the girls. And apparently, they didn't have them. But as we were driving around, they're like, "This is how I know our girls are going to be two great gay men." Uh, they were like, "What if Spencer ran into Lady Gaga in Target?" I was like, mm. <laughs> "What the, if?" Uh, that's the, what happened. The odds of that happening And are... then they were, like, imagining all sorts of conversations he'd be having with her. Oh, they'd be talking about this. How long do you think he'd be talking to her for? Like, for 10 minutes, 20 minutes? You guys would have to minutes? wait for a while. Yeah. Well, you would just take a while in there. So we were like... Maybe Finally, I was like, maybe he did. <laughs> finally, he got a... And then I'm like, get a girl. You know? <laughs> get that goes it. on the conspiracy theory yeah. list. Because I'm not telling. <gasps> oh. Is it because your consciousness is the only one that you trust? Well, I don't even know if Lady Gaga is really not. So. She could be a robot. Oh my Gaga! What? Uh, oh my good yeah. Gaga! Um, <laughs> so the the movie House of Gucci is going to be about the infamous murder of Maurizio or Mauricio Gucci. Maurizio. Mauricio. There's a lot of Italian in here that I'm going <clears> to <throat> not do really good at. Apparently, oh. neither did the cast of that movie. So, who? The cast of the in the movie. What's wrong with him? They didn't have good accents. A lot of people were too Italian. Mm. Yeah. So, Maurizio Gucci was born on the 26th of September, 1948, (laughs) in Florence, as the only child of actors Rudolfo Gucci and Sandra Ravel. Um, In 1972, Gucci moved to New York City to work for Gucci with his uncle Aldo Gucci. Um. Uh, there was a whole lot of information about how Gucci came to be a brand, but I didn't think that was a really good one. Uh, but it's an old brand. brand. So, We're focusing on the murder. We're mm-hmm. focusing on dead people. Um, in in the early 1980s, he lived in a luxury penthouse in the Olympic Tower, which is a tower that has nothing to do with the Olympics. Because oh. I looked at it. Um, <laughs> gifted to him by his father. Who do you gift a penthouse? Can you gift apartments? Hey, you know, if you just took out a small loan of $1 million. Uh, that's a small amount of loan. <laughs> uh, in 1982, he moved back to Milan. And in 1983, he launched a legal war against Aldo for control over, over Gucci after becoming Gucci's majority shareholder following his father's death. Ooh. So, all these Gucci's. All these Gucci's. All... All these Gucci's. All these Gucci's. That sounds like a good song. All these Gucci's better uh, be walking. All these Gucci's. All these Gucci's makes me think of a grocery store. That's all the Gucci's. All these Gucci. Uh-huh. All these that sells Gucci. Um, yeah. um, they there was like five siblings or family members that owned part of Gucci, um, and then Maurizio just came in and like stole it from them all. He bought Good. up all these things, and he was like, I'm going to change the brand. Um, because at that time, in the 80s, it was cheap stuff. They were doing, like, duty-free bags. So mm. they he wanted to rebrand. All the hidden purses in, like, the New York uh, Chinatown back rooms. Mm-hmm. 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 Plastic bags that say, thank you, thank you, thank you, uh-huh. thank you. Uh-huh. Um, in 1986, <laughs> Gucci fled to Switzerland to avoid prosecution after Aldo, who was seeking revenge had accused him of forging his father's signature to avoid paying inheritance taxes. He was originally found guilty, but was later acquitted. In 1988, Maurizio Gucci sold 47.8% of Gucci to Bahrain-based investment fund InvestCorp, who have been the owners of uh, Tiffany's since 1984. 
Maurizio. So he sold 47, almost 48% of the company? That was what he owned. How was he the majority shareholder then? Because he has like five other family members that. Oh, that it's split through. Okay. And he has the most. So he just sold it and was like, fuck you guys. Yeah. Hope you enjoy your little bit of money. Yeah. Um, So he was made chairman of the Gucci Group in 1989. And from 1991 to 1993, Gucci's finances were not good. Because Maurizio was uh, spending extravagant amounts of money um, on the company headquarters and travel. And it was like the late 80s, so lifestyles of the rich and famous. So cocaine. Lots of it. Lots of cocaine. Donald Trump. Cocaine, yeah. Dottiness. Cocaine, prostitutes, Las Vegas. Ping. Getting peed on. um, Yeah, I'm not elaborating. Do they have Las Vegas (laughs) in Italy? What? A Las, <coughs> a Las Vegas equivalent. Oh no, Las Vegas is in Nevada. <laughs> no, bitch, a place with casinos. Maybe I don't know. Do, can he gamble in Italy? Italy? I don't know if Italy's real. Or Italy. Not. <laughs> Conspiracy theories. This whole thing doesn't even exist. Is it even? About. I mean, Italy's one, but like it's shaped like a boot. <clears throat> it is. Like a yeah, that's the biggest fucking country I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. A thigh high boot. And it's kicking, yes, kicking a ball. It is winter Sicily. season. Winter season. Thigh high boot season. It's a drag queen. Yeah. Europe, Europe as a whole is a drag queen. Yeah. <gasps> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and America just has a giant penis. Florida. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so uh, he went on to sell his remaining stock in Gucci in 1993 for $170 million to Investcorp. Uh, ending the Gucci family's association with the company entirely. Damn. Uh, so uh, basically, Tiffany's owns Gucci. Yes. Well, the this one conglomerate owns it. Owns both of them. Mm. I mean, that one I've never heard of before, but like the LVMH group owns mm. like pretty much anything. They own all fra- like all the fragrance brands, all the uh, makeup brands. A bunch of stuff. Do they own Versace? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. LVMH. I learned about that from one of my students' presentations. Oh, they were doing look something at you. Business. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I didn't know full that. circle. I was like, wow. It's the Louis Vuitton. Yeah. Brand. Is it? Yeah. They. Yeah, but and I was surprised because I was reading. And then I went to do my own little research. And I'm like. All right, Louis Vuitton, well, like, you do your thing. <laughs> they own it, everything. Dior, Fendi, Givenchy, Marc Jacobs, Stella McCartney, L-O-E-W-E, Liu, Louis, Laura Piana, Kenzo, which is a nice fragrance, Celine, Handbags, Fenty, Rihanna. They own Rihanna? Yeah. Yachts. Nobody owns Rihanna. Yachts. Bulgari. They just own yachts. A lot of things. A lot of things. So, let's get... I mean, we learned a little bit about Maurizio, but what really is he famous for? Because he's in a movie? Or he will be in a movie? His life is a movie? He's famous for being for being in a movie one day. To, for knowing a woman. For knowing Gaga. Knowing Patrizia Reggiani. So, in 1972, he married Patrizia Reggiani, with whom he had two daughters, Allegra and Alessandra. 
Um, his father, Rodolfo Gucci, originally did not approve of their marriage, calling Patrizia a social climber who had nothing in mind but money. Uh, in 1985, he told his wife, Patrizia, that he was going on a short business trip to Florence, uh, and then he asked somebody to tell her that he wouldn't be coming back. So he just knew he was going to die? No, it's 1985. <clears throat> oh, sorry. And so he said, I don't want to be married to you anymore. I'm Ooh. not coming back home. Oh, that's a good way to do it. But she, someone else told her. Yeah. Great. She didn't like it. Romance is not dead. I mean, just wait. <laughs> oh, okay. So in 1990, Gucci began dating Paola Franchi, uh, a childhood friend who had, he had, attended, her, uh, had attended his wedding to Patrizia. Um, both of them were in unhappy marriages, and um, she moved in with him uh, for five years, and they lived in Corso Venezia, Milan. Um, and so then Gucci was like, I guess I should probably get divorced to that lady. To that lady. <laughs> and um, he did so in 1994, and with plan to marry Franchi on his St. Moritz estate in Switzerland. Was that the one that was gifted to him? No, that was a penthouse in New York City. Oh. He bought that all on his own. <clears throat> oh, look at him pulling himself up by the bootstraps. Mm-hmm. Bootstraps. Uh, Some very fashionable bootstraps. It, right. mm-hmm. The Gucci. Italy boot. Gucci. He pulled himself by the Italy boot. Wait, is the Gucci closed too, or is it just mm-hmm. person? Okay, it's everything. I think it's oh. everything. Yeah, I think they make dinner tables. What? Wait, are you kidding? Yes. It- so on March twenty seventh, nineteen. I don't know House of Gucci. Like it make make sense. Like oh, they actually like good... build houses now. Yeah, like furniture, <laughs> furnishings. Hey, I mean, you know what you don't know. they do? So <clears throat> I'm switching around here. Well, Where why would you my... do that? Well, because you know. So. Because <laughs> you know. So he. Um... Ooh, where'd it go? Uh, so he moved blah, 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 blah. many people in, uh, including Patrizia thought that um, the new lady lover was a gold digger although Paola denied the claims in fact she said that she had no need for Maurizio's money because of her ex-husband left her a ton of money ha. Uh, so when would the, an ex-husband ever do something like that is he dead I don't know he could be dead oh okay uh, he could be dead well, then what would you say late husband, not ex-husband? Yeah. Whatever. Um, so Paola claims that Patricia began stalking them, and then on top of that, she allegedly began to threaten Maurizio, which he shrugged off because they had daughters together. How could she, how could she threaten uh, the father of her children? Um, so as many wealthy women did in the 80s, Patricia believed in psychics. Oh, boy. Um, she believed in one so much that she pay, had her on payroll. Um, and the paid psychic claimed that mere hours after Maurizio, uh, blah, blah. no, not that. Okay. <laughs> not so this. He, she was like, you're just going to have to, you're going to have to kill him. And so then Patrizia started asking everybody, hey, will you murder my husband? Just openly. Hey, openly. Can you kill him? Yeah. Um, and the this- psychic told her to kill her husband. Well, she had been. Th- she was like, I don't know what to do. I, I, he, I'm gonna. If he marries her, I'm gonna lose part of my alimony, so I'll only have eight hundred and sixty thousand dollars yearly oh. in alimony. If How he can you live another... off of only eight hundred and sixty thousand dollars a in year? In the eighties? Uh huh. I don't know. That's. Well, I don't even know how you'd survive. He basically, just hobbled her. Uh huh. 
So, um, on March 27th, 1995, uh, Gucci was getting out of a car, and he was going to his office, and he was shot. Oh! Excuse me? Queen! Bang, bang. (laughs) Bang, bang. Bang, bang! Shot you down? By a man. A person. A them. A them. Um, and it really never gave any information about who it was. But it was a hitman. Because they pinned it all... On his ex-wife, Patricia Reggiani, who was convicted in 1998 of killing. According to the prosecutors, Reggiani's motives were a mixture of jealousy, money, and resentment towards her ex-husband. They argued that she wanted to give, or she wanted control over the Gucci estate and wanted to prevent her ex-husband from marrying his new partner, Paola Franchi. Um, and she, she admitted to it. She said, um, I'm not guilty, but I'm not innocent either. <laughs> I didn't do it. A wink. <laughs> and they found, like, uh, a very suspicious uh, transaction care. of $450 million oh. <laughs> to the account of the hitman that nobody knows what Wait, their she, name is. No, $450 million for real? hmm She paid... What did she get out of that? $450 million? That's no joke. Like, She gets her husband dead. Yeah, but... What does she get? I mean, husband dies and she gets a billion dollars? Like, well, well, I'm sure she had some sort of life inheritance on him and then she gets all of his money. I don't know how law works. I don't either. <laughs> Anyways, she went to jail for 18 years and she was released in 2016. Oh. And then they're like, let's make a movie better. She's fucking, she has, she's weird because um, she just says she was. I think the first person to coin the phrase, um, it, would you rather cry in a Rolls Royce or on a bicycle? She was the first one to say it. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Cultural icon. Oh. Murderer. I've also never heard that phrase. Really? <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm not around enough Rolls Royce to be uh, to have that as an option. What kind of people do you hang out with, Chris? Chris is You too. Real. Oh, wait. <laughs> Y'all. I mean, what do you mean, Arkea? <laughs> Can I cry Ar- in your Kia or Ar- my Ar- Saturn? Arkea Telluride is not... Uh... It's not, luxurious. It is luxurious. It's got a third row seat. And you can also talk to people on yeah. a microphone. We've got we've got a sunroof. Mm-hmm. PA uh, system, the entire power windows. The... You got a cooling seat. It's got a radio. Yeah. Uh, four tires. Ooh, queen. <laughs> so she's like crazy in prison. Like mm-hmm. she was like, um, they asked her, uh, you know, you're eligible to work. So you can like uh, get out sooner or something. She was like, I've never worked a day in my life. I'm not going to start now. Uh-uh. And then she she had had a tumor in her, in her brain that was malignant and they just removed. And she was like going back for appeal saying, the brain tumor took up, but, but messed with my personality. I would have never thought that if the, I didn't have that brain tumor. And I tried to get her out on that. She um, was allowed to have her pet ferret come live with her in prison. What the fuck? Yeah, and now she's she's uh, out. And they said, uh, "Why why did you hire a hitman to kill?" Well, like when she was leaving the prison, she's, they said, "Why did you hire a hitman to kill your husband?" She says, "I have a bad eye. <laughs> I didn't want to miss." That's clever. <laughs> I didn't want to miss. Reggiani. Yeah, a murderer. But she's got a couple quips. 
Did, yeah. Did um, Lady Gaga? What, what's the resemblance? So Lady Gaga looks like her. Well, Lady Gaga's they, Italian. Did they make her look like her? They do look similar. Um, I mean, but as I'm talking everyone, about as the character in the movie, not in real life. Yeah, I mean, they as everyone did in the '80s, just a bunch of fucking makeup and big hair. That's the resemblance. What do you think about the makeup and hair as a makeup artist? Oh, the makeup of the '80s was never good. <gasps> That's never good, except for uh, what's her name, Colin. Share. Oh. It's interesting you say that though, because that's when like the whole concept of like a supermodel came out, like in the late seventies, early eighties, and you're saying makeup, awful, not good. I, I have no opinion. Do you hear this? <laughs> what is that? There's this woman that is in our backyard that every day she comes out and she's like, I think she's saying Bobby, but she comes out and she goes, Bobby. That's creepy. Yeah. You heard it, so it's real. Yeah. No, and then I just told him I did. No, because I opened the window and then he was like, and then he ran away. Because if it's a ghost, I don't want her coming after me. Don't ghost at this house. Don't don't touch touch me. me. (laughs) (laughs) So this uh, story is a movie now. Came out on Thanksgiving, the day before Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, this is our kiki topic. Thanksgiving Eve. And um, what are you what are you hearing about? No no one's seen it. I haven't seen it yet. Alejandro Um, really wants to see it. My mom, <laughs> my mother, my that there was a review that was scathing on Lady Gaga. On the lady, uh huh. She talked about it last night. She mentioned it multiple times. She did. She was very excited about it. Yeah. She wanted to tell. She's everyone. like, I have the tea. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, all the other reviews are saying are mostly positive. Yeah, Rolling yeah. Stone review was like she saved the movie by being Lady Gaga. Well, no, they said she, you know, a star is born, she could prove she could act, and then in the, uh, the, this house of Gucci, she, they were like, she, she struck it, like, she was the one saving grace of the movie. She knew how to, you know, treat, bring, like, life to character, uh, life to the character, uh, was deep, but also, like, had those, like, could bring that sensibility of the quips and those sorts of things, so... Hmm. Um. Yeah. I mean. So they were like best thing ever. Like she's 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 made it. Is she gonna get another Oscar? Well, let's be clear. She got the Oscar for uh, Star is Born. A Star is Born music, not for acting. <laughs> Oscar Ooh. for acting. But I do Lady like how Gaga. she is uh featured in the 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 promos as Academy Award winner. Yeah. Lady Gaga. She is. Along yeah. with like Jared Leto and Al Pacino, and you know, so I'm like, oh, okay. And then there's like Selma Hayek, who's a legit actress, and and she like, tell oh, us wait. again about how you think Selma Hayek is sexy. Me? Yeah. Didn't you go on a no, bender that, about that? That was him. That was me. <laughs> Who you said somebody? I I, I mean I think she's hot. <laughs> But he was the one who went on with it. Why I gotta rabble, rabble, rabble. Um, How's Gucci? Yeah. Are you gonna watch That's it? it? I think yeah, I, I want to watch it. And I want to watch it. I yeah. like a wa- I like watching a little Lady Gaga film. We watched the one about Versace, so it's basically the same thing. I didn't ever watch that one either. Yeah, but this one's by Ridley Scott, right? Not. Am I getting that I don't wrong? even know who that is. It, it is though, right? He's a director. <laughs> Everyone it talks is, about Ridley yeah. Scott, and I'm yeah. like, I don't care. But it's Ridley Scott, is. not like, I mean, a legit director. Not that Ryan Murphy isn't, but Ryan Murphy also has a lot of camp to his, like, he knows he's camp. He just loves gays. 
and and like he loves gays and the divas that we uh are the community cherished in the 80s 70s 80s 90s because he brings it back Lang. what judith liked Oh. Judith Light, Jessica Lang, Bette Midler. Um, he's brought them all back. Deborah Reynolds. He did. Yes. She's, she brought her Debbie on. Reynolds. Yeah, but he didn't bring her back. I mean, if he could bring her back, then maybe we could have Bobby Adler on Will and Grace, and then we'd have something. I thought Will and Grace is over again. It, it is. is over again. Oh. It's happening again. Oh, no. oh my gosh. <laughs> We'll turn the table on hunger for LGBTQ plus seniors this holiday season. We're proud to be a media partner for the Chamber Holiday Food Tag on Friday, December. Whoa, let's try that again. We're proud to be a media partner for the Chamber. We, 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 we them, are proud they, they, to be a media partner for the Chamber Holiday Food Drive, which is happening on Friday, December the 10th. The food drive helps LGBTQ plus seniors during the holidays to drop off locations this year. So if you're in Houston, you can drop off your donation uh, in the morning and the afternoon. Together, we can beat hunger for LGBTQ plus seniors. Last year, the Chamber Holiday Food Drive, which was the inaugural food drive, raised the largest food donation ever for the Montrose Center, which is uh, our LGBTQ uh, plus center here in Houston, um, in, in efforts to support LGBTQ plus seniors. The Chamber needs your help to make the 2021 food drive even more impactful. Learn more about how you can support the food drive at www. ChamberHolidayFoodDrive.lgbt. Again, that's www.ChamberHolidayFoodDrive.lgbt. LGBT. It's a Los GBTs. I love that. <laughs> What's that? Food. food. I love food. food. I do love Hot food. Hot sausage. Did y'all have a good Thanksgiving as, we, uh, as I find my notes? <laughs> I did, um, except there was this guest there that was just literally did didn't leave. L- literally didn't leave. <laughs> did not leave. I wonder who that read the conversation. Oh, was that my boyfriend smelly. again? Oh, definitely oh, my boyfriend. <laughs> big, <laughs> big not fat smelly bird. <laughs> name started with a C. Homosexual <laughs> name started with C. He's right here at this table. Yeah. Bad bitch. <laughs> he came back again eight hours later. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Get out. Get, please leave my home. Why are you always here? We had a good time. It was a good time. It was a good time. Since you, it was our first Thanksgiving hosting. Stressful. Uh-huh. Stressful. You made a turkey and I a mashed taters. And green bean casserole. You made green bean casserole. The green bean casserole was delicious. I looked at it. You didn't have any? I made it. You didn't eat it? Yeah, I did. Oh. I helped. I helped. But that's the one that Thomas took. It was the best it's his best dish. I just said what to do. I don't I didn't make anything. Well, you don't really make anything for that. It's soup and beans. Mm. My mom's recipe, she puts cheese in it, lots of it. Really good. Honestly, soup and beans. Soupy beans. Soupy beans. It that's do. the name of this episode. <laughs> Soupy beans. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm okay with that. I like that. <laughs> What are you going to tell us about? Yes, please tell us I'm about. I'm trying to think like uh, yes, I'm going to talk about my topic, but House of Gaga or House of Gaga, House of Gucci, Lady Gaga's uh uh stated bisexual. That's how it's gay. And it's Lady Gaga. Is she right? bisexual? Um, oh, you were she's trying, trying to figure out how to make it gay. I was like, how, how is that gay? Uh, but yeah, she said she was bisexual. It was fashion point. in the 80s. Yes. There's nothing gayer than that. It's true. Okay, Get so away from my house. uh I I want to talk about um 
uh, more serious topic and, and, and very sad topic. Um, so the because it's the murder of two gay men and uh, which is in the in 1988. Um, the so you know in in let's if you're a listener let's talk about gay stuff. So our spoopy fans, um, we talk about LGBTQ plus history and. You know, we started the podcast way back when in 2019, doing the week of this week in LGBTQ plus history, which I try to, you know, when I'm doing the topic, I try to stay anchored on that. So this week in LGBTQ plus history on November 29th, 1989, a judge uh, by the name of Jack Hampton, he was censured uh, by the state of Texas for inappropriate comments he made after issuing a lighter sentence one year previous, one year earlier to a man who was convicted of killing two gay men in 1988. So this judge in Texas, he, he made some comments, which I'll, I'll say, I'll share a, a bit, uh, about a convicted murderer that was tried on, in his court. And he was basically saying, I was, I was a bit more lenient to, uh, this murderer because he killed two gay men and uh-huh. they were gay and they, probably had it coming to him but what the because fuck being, yeah right so the judge jack hampton opted not to issue a life sentence uh to the murderer uh, because he said that you know the guy had uh, a limited prior record of the murder and the victims were queer and so this sparked outrage among the lgbtq community not just and this murder happened in dallas so um in the dallas area so not just the lgbtq community in dallas but you know the allies across the country um so he said these two guys that got killed wouldn't have been killed if they hadn't been cruising the streets picking up teenage boys he said i don't care too i don't care much for queers cruising the streets picking up teenage boys i've got a teenage boy uh these homosexuals by running around on weekends picking up teenage boys they're asking for trouble uh they really are and he said probably different outcome than may have happened had they been uh his words a couple of housewives out shopping and not hurting anybody um, oh so you see, these were the comments that got him censured. Um, the murder, though, happened on May 15, 1988. Uh, so there were nine friends uh, and the murderer uh, out. Uh, they, these were students from North Mesquite High School. Again, this is in the Dallas area, uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area. They drove to um, Oak Lawn, which is the gayborhood in Dallas, uh, one night uh, or this night on, I guess, on May 15th. It was early morning. So May 14th was a Saturday night. May 15th is when all the action went down. So, so early Sunday. Day morning, right? Um, to their stated intent, these ten kids uh, was to go pester homosexuals because that's what they would do for fun. Uh, often was they'd go to the gayborhood uh, and go uh, yell at gay people that leaving the gay slurs, bars, yeah. yeah, throw bottles at them. So. Um, the two men that were um, murdered was uh, a man named John Lloyd uh, Griffin. He was a 27-year-old travel agent from a small town in West Texas. And Tommy Lee Trimble, which is a 34-year-old hairdresser, uh, also from a small town uh, in West Texas. Uh, John Lloyd Griffin, this 27-year-old, he was a, a white man. Often in the articles like uh, I read, he was uh, noted to be a, a shy, fat man. So he was uh, like... 300 pounds plus red hair um and because of that he found it hard to make friends and so but he was really kind of the gentle giant type uh and he again it was a travel agent loved his job uh wanted to travel to china or hong kong because he was helping people take these cool trips and so he was like hey or i've been this you know small town guy haven't been able to make friends he's like but he really started to find his his passion in, in being this travel agent so he's doing really well in life and was well starting to starting to come out of a shell too because 
um, he had joined a, a, a church that he was comfortable in. And like the day, um, the night he was murdered, like he was uh, preparing uh, like enchiladas, chicken enchiladas for the a church cookout the next day. Um, and so he was feeling good. Like, I'm going to go to this event and make friends. And, you know, the people were starting to warm up to him. So yeah. um, so he was worried, focused that night on making the perfect enchiladas. Um, Tommy Lee Trimble, again, a 34-year-old hairdresser. Uh, he was a, a nice, tall, slender black man uh, hairdresser. Often like like John Lloyd, but different. Like had trouble fitting in because he was a black man from small town Texas, um, and so moving to Dallas was a, a good opportunity for him to to meet other people. Uh, but it, you know, it was around the the time of the 80s, the AIDS crisis. So he was you know while able to make more friends in Dallas, he was reluctant to do so because he didn't you know the the fear of AIDS. Um, that night uh, he was the night uh, of his murder. He called his mom to make sure she got her Mother's Day gift that he sent. To, a little bit late, uh, but that's what he was focused on. Um, but really happy guy, and uh, again, starting to find his his place in Dallas. So John Lloyd Griffin and Tommy Lee Trimble, a 27 year old like white big man, and Tommy Lee, a slender black man. So it was just, but they were like an odd couple, but made friends. I mean, in terms of if you think about two people like that hanging in on the 80s, best of friends though. Um, they had once roomed together, uh, and this night they decided to go out to the bars. Um, so they're hanging out at the bars. It's May again fr- Saturday night on May 14th in Mesquite, uh, and well, in in the Dallas, Texas area. Um, what's happening in Mesquite, Texas, is where these 10 students are. Um, they decide let's let's go egg fags, and so they get in their car. Uh, and Mesquite's a suburb of, of Dallas, uh, and drive again to Oakland. This is a rowdy bunch, you know, country music listening, beer drinking, high schoolers. Um, one of the uh, the or two of the 10 folks that were there, I mean, high school is what you did in the 80s. You drank beer, you graduated high school. These were the best days of your life. Um, you got married. So like one of the two of the 10 were a married couple, like a man and a woman. Um, so it was just... They were not a man. They were kids. <laughs> right. But that's what, I mean, that's what pe- kid, people yeah. did back then. Um, so they're out. These kids are, uh, they park at the Village Station Bar, which is eventually where they found... Uh, um, the, the two men that they <clears throat> they murdered. So they're at the bar on the corner of the uh, of this bar, harassing gays, yelling out, "Hi, cutie! Hey, good looking!" And so finally, um, they get the attention of of, of Tommy Lee and and John, and uh, they uh, they start a conversation. Um, based on the testimony that came out in the the, the murder trial, um, it's, it's alleged that uh, Trimble may have asked the guys if they wanted to smoke pot. Two of them took interest because two of them wanted to, they were set on like beating up gay men. It wasn't mm-hmm. just harassing from yelling at or throwing beer. They wanted to, to beat them up. So um, so they get uh, two guys into the car. One of uh, one of them is uh, Ricky Bernaski. Bernaski, he's the one who eventually murdered the two guys. Uh, Bernaski tells, um, tells, uh, Tommy Lee and, and, and John that he's, a uh, a Marine home on leave and he persuades the men to, um, he's like, okay, yeah, they're in the car. He's like, well, let's get out of the car. Um, uh, let's go to this, you know, this clear spot in, in the, uh, in the, in the, in the park. Um, because this was a noted place where gay men cruised. Um, and so I guess, 
you know, maybe there was some thinking that something was going to happen um, as they're walking up to the up the hill to this clear spot where uh, Bernaski again the murderer was uh, trying to lure the, the uh, Tommy Lee and John. Um, he pulls out a gun and orders them to remove their clothes, and he said, "I will blow your fucking heads off." Um, Trimble says, uh, "So Tom, um, Tommy Lee says, I, I don't care if you're a badass marine now or now uh, or not. You you can't point a gun at me." And then he starts yelling, "Help! Help!" He has a gun, and then all of a sudden there's six shit, six shots that are fired, so three at each man. Um, you know, it's rumored again through the through the like part of what came out in the the reporting and, and the um, the uh, testimony in the case that uh, uh, Bernaski, the murderer, had bragged about uh, sticking the gun in the black, the black guy's mouth and shot the fat white guy as he tried to run away. And so, um, you know, later the, the murderer is saying, hey, no, I didn't, you know, it wasn't me who, who did it. Uh, but again, there's lots of, of his friends and other people saying, no, he was bragging about the way he, he murdered the guy yeah. again, sticking well, the gun. Well, there was 10 of those kids all together. So yeah. Like- so the two of them had, two of the kids had kind of, uh, um, went off with, uh, the two guys. Yeah. Uh, the other were kind of left behind. They followed them into the park area, but they weren't like privy. They weren't like in an eyesight of what was going on. Yeah. So a lot of confusion about, you know, what actually happened. Um, because the the other kid that was there with the the murderer and the the two victims, uh, he had turned around because he saw the murderer. He saw him pull out the gun, and so he turned around, and so he didn't see what actually happened. He said, "All I did was turn back around, and I only saw Ricky with the murderer. Uh, I didn't see the white man or the black man uh-huh. uh, because they were on the ground. They were dead. Yeah. Uh, so one of so Tommy uh, he he died at the scene. Uh, um, John, he uh, he survived for five more days and then later died in the hospital. Um, after the murder, they like so they found the, the bodies, um, but there were no leads, and the police just assumed um, like they did. If you again, if you've listened to the Let's Talk About Gay Stuff podcast, plenty of murders or harassment of gay people in the in the eighties and nineties and and even before that, no one just paid attention. Police officers yeah. were like, "No, that's fine. That's what they get for." I mean, they didn't want to get, be around them. Um, they didn't necessarily respond quickly or at all to um, you know uh, uh, murders or harassment. Well, um, haven't you talked about like even here in Houston that there was the the gays that like someone got like jumped here in Montrose or something like that, and mm-hmm. then the the ambulance took like. 15 minutes of just driving around because they didn't want to take the gay person to hospital. And yeah. they also didn't want to get AIDS. And yeah. so, and then they didn't even want to, the law enforcement didn't want to take action mm-hmm. uh, on anything because they're like, Hey, um, you know, this is what happens. And yeah. That's what you get for being gay. Um, so the police assumed, um, these guys were, um, uh, Tommy and John were engaged. They were engaged in oral sex, and you know something went wrong, and um, and that's what you know. And they got caught up somehow, and and wind up getting murdered. So it was kind of their own fault. They were cruising in the park, and uh, so they were just going to write it off. Yeah. Uh, and then their their um, the law enforcement's like confirmation that oh, this was a gay thing. This is what these guys get for being gay. Was when they did an autopsy and realized uh, or revealed that. Um, Tommy had AIDS, so they're like, "Oh yeah, okay, this this all makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what these gay people they shouldn't be out there cruising for sex, uh, anyway. This disgusting perverts and whatnot, which, you know, on the thing of cruising, like, um, you know, 
until 2003, it was illegal to have sex. Yeah. So, and if Sodomy you, was, was right. illegal. So it was illegal for two gay men to have sex um, in most states. Um, and uh, particularly in Texas, right? So it was a Texas case. They got uh, Lawrence v. Texas, the sodomy case, um, outlawed uh, across the U.S. But when you have, and I've said on the podcast too before, like having sex is like a... Um, it's like a hunger thing. It's like something you have to do. Yeah. Um, and so now you don't have to do it in unproductive ways, but because there's laws against you having sex, like you have to figure out like how you're going to make that yeah. happen. Right. Um, you could force yourself if you're a gay man to, um, have sex with women and get married and do that, which many people did, or you could, uh, find other ways to, relieve yourself uh-huh. uh and that often led to cruising and then uh, which was a dangerous thing right uh-huh. because you could get murdered in a park um not that that's what these guys were doing necessarily um or you could catch a disease or something like that right so um and, and there's no way to like contact trace it back to like who gave it to you or anything right like that. so so it is i mean it was a, a very pervasive way of how men engage because they didn't have uh, you didn't have grinder. grinder. Yeah. You didn't have apps to to find people. You had to engage. You either had to go to a gay bar or you went to a bookstore or some other sort of venue uh, where gay people hung out, and you had long stares at each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you basically found yourself and you're staring at each other to the point where you found yourself in a quiet space in a corner, and then just you know went Going at to it. town right. on each other um, <laughs> in a public place like a yeah. park or wherever. So. Um, so this is not an uncommon thing, and yes, you could argue it's a perverted, gross way. I'm sure straight people are like, "Oh my gosh, that sounds horrific." But you have to understand, yeah, like there was not an outlet to have that. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a hidden. It was a, a hidden culture. I mean, we had to, and we as gay people, even now, people still have to like hide parts of themselves from other people so like if someone still lives at home with their parents and they're you know not out i mean you still have on grinder people asking like can you host and then like it both you can't host and people find different ways to do it instead you know you go do it in a park you do it in a bathroom somewhere you do it wherever you can essentially right. so and, and gay sex is not the same as abortion mm-hmm. right but when you outlaw all these things you still find ways to get them done right exactly. and you can argue the morality oh but it's like if you don't, and it's not to say you need to legalize everything that, and having an abortion or having sex is not, gay sex is not bad. But if you, I don't know, it, it just, when you put those constraints on people for things that are perfectly normal and natural and um, should be healthy, yeah, uh, you're putting people in situations where they have to find alternative ways to do it that aren't sanctioned by the government. Those then, things are still happening. It's just whether or not you yeah. have the education or safety to do it. Right. I mean, it's also, I, you could argue the same idea with like abstinence only education, where, I mean, that stuff, everyone's still having sex. So if you're just telling them not to have sex, that's not working. Yeah. Well, you're putting people in more in worse situations because you're not telling them how to protect themselves. Exactly. Right? You're not giving them uh, access to the resources they need so that they can do that in a healthy way. Right. So, exactly. um, again, these guys, there's no evidence that they were cruising, but that's some of the story that was played out in the, in the local media when they covered it. Um, I mean, this murder didn't get, especially until there was a, 
um, a, a, a suspect identified for these murders. Like it got little coverage. It was a few paragraphs in the local media. Uh, and then the story, as some of the stuff started to come out, like it was revealed that, oh, these 10 high school students were involved in this. Um, the story started to turn on to, uh, on, on the victims, right? So it wasn't like, oh, these poor murderers is like, oh, what are these men out there cruising yeah. high school boys for? That's perverts right um so so that's how the started that some of this started to so then they were trying to say that the victims were the ones who led to their own demise because they were cruising these high school kids and they were defending themselves well and they should be murdered because you don't you know there's no respect or anything for you you murder rapists right i mean that's that's the 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 sentiment right so welcome to texas (laughs) yeah so um you know that's what you that's how you treat them right i yeah. mean you could argue that some of that sentiment still exists today because if you think about uh the the case there that just was recently decided the rittenhouse uh mm-hmm. case right i mean lots of people were for kyle rittenhouse they were like oh yeah he should he had every right to shoot those people one because they were trying to attack him uh so self-defense and two because you know some of them well it wasn't one of the guys uh a, a charge, a sexual charge. Right. Yeah, yeah, sexual yeah. assault. And so, I mean, I saw some people on, online, like, of course he should, like, uh, he should be able to kill a racist, you know, they're not a racist, a rapist, they're, you know, irredeemable. And so, you know, you get this mentality. And at the time in the 80s, it was like, oh, these gay men, they're perverts, and they were cruising on, you know, impressionable high school students, like mm. they, they get what they deserve, they should be dead, right? So, um, I don't know, it's sad that that was happening. That's how the story started to play out. And then finally, um, two anonymous phone calls went into the police department and, uh, Bernaski, uh, uh, was arrested. Uh, he confessed to the murders, but later said he wasn't read his rights. And so he was like, I didn't really say that because when the trial actually happened, he said, Hey, um, yeah, we went to go beat up. Uh, uh, we went to the park. We went to go beat up a man who owed one of our, my friend's money. And so that's why we were at the park. I'm not to, kill or harm gay people um and he's yeah yeah and he said someone else shot fired the shot so then he he recanted kind of what he told police officers earlier um he said hey it wasn't me someone else fired the shots but of course everyone like enough of that that group of 10 people and i guess other people he may have told or been bragged about these murders were like no he said he did it yeah and he he did it so um so yeah even his friends i'm sure were like yeah, no, you killed people. Right. Well, he, that's the thing. It's like he had a history of like being whipping out that gun out before a couple mm-hmm. of other times. Uh, so, I mean, he didn't have anything on his record, but, uh, but you know, his friends, I guess, as they recounted um, in their testimonies about other interactions they've seen with them, like he carried a gun often and, and pulled it out a few other times. So, this trial started November 14th um, in 1988. Um, the interesting thing about the trial, though, is like it was very focused on uh, Bednarski, like the murderer. Uh, and I think there was limited discussion about the two victims, um, about their characters, about who they were, about how their family felt. So they were just focusing on him, on them being gays. <laughs> right. That's pretty much it. It's like, yeah. oh, he was a hairdresser and he was a this guy was overweight. And that's yeah. the things that were focused on. They didn't say, oh, these guys have graduated high school, like which in the 80s was a big I mean, that was an accomplishment. Yeah. Right. It wasn't like not everyone went to college. So the fact that you were a high school uh uh, graduate and had a prof- you know, like w- were working like these were things um, and like uh, um, 
John Griffin, he was a uh, he was a entrepreneur, like several failed businesses, but he was always hustling, always working since the age he was thirteen. Um, none of these things came out, right? Mm-hmm. And they're the way their parents and friends uh, cared about them. None of that stuff came out. Like they were just focused on, like, yep, these were guys were gay, and this guy was the murderer, right? Of course, you know the defense is like trying to, um, you know portray uh the murderer as a you know oh he good was American he was a good kid. man like yeah. he didn't have a record he he um, he grew up in a good house and you know his dad was a police officer uh so it just shows you a little how the how backwards the system was i mean when someone said it's like okay they talked about um they didn't har- they hardly talked about the victims um and how you know their strong character uh meanwhile the, these kids you know no high school education living with their parents um and you know but we're spending lots of time talking about these poor high schoolers who you know have found themselves in this awful predicament trouble how sad yeah oh my god so they went hunting is what they did they yeah. went hunting yep so uh, he was found guilty, uh, Ricky Bernaski, uh, or Bednarski, rather, uh, was found guilty on November 18th. Um, the jury deliberated for like 16 hours and found him guilty. He was sentenced on November 28th, uh, and that's when he received the 30-year uh, sentence versus lifetime, uh, life in prison, which is what... Uh, the um the prosecutors wanted um and of course the defense was like oh if the minimum five let's just give him five years right this is a good kid and you guys have talked about some of these murderers who were like uh were especially you know young white men where the judge is like oh you know poor guy Mm -hmm. which again going back to the rittenhouse case right that's Mm -hmm. exactly what the judge was like hey um so yeah, so sentenced to 30 years. And again, where I started with all this is like the reason this thing, this case got all the attention it did, not because two men were murdered. Um, some maybe because this poor, you know, white kid, uh, high schooler who was just starting off his life, found himself in this predicament where he's, you know, uh, he's, uh, he's being uh, convicted or uh, accused. Uh, accused of murder. Right, and so so we got some press for that, but it was really this judge who's making these you know awful comments, saying, "Well, if they weren't gay, then they were, you know, they this probably when wouldn't happen, and they probably had it coming." And I don't have sympathy for for the, them. So I mean, people were pissed off because he didn't, you know, the judge didn't give him the lifetime sentence; mm-hmm. they only gave him thirty years for uh, killing two people. For gi- giving two, he got convicted of two. Um, two murders, two, two so he got two thirty-year sentences, but oh, okay. but they said he can do serve them concurrently, not consecutively, concurrently. So at the same time. So, so if he, so he's only serving thirty years for killing two people. Right, and he was eligible for parole in seven and a half years. And do we know anything? Yeah, I don't know that. Because okay. interesting, the the stuff. If you go research this, like, there's not a lot. Like, you look up the. The victims uh-huh. on, in Google. Not much information. It's all on. It's all on the judge yeah. and his comments. Yeah. And a little bit about the murderer. Um, of course, you know when he was getting asked, like, "Oh, you've created this controversy now. Like, what do you? You know, a few weeks later after he made those comments, he's like, "Look, just spell my name right. If any, if it makes anybody mad, they'll forget about, it. Uh, forget about it by 1990, which when he was up for re-election. What the fuck? He said, "I put prostitutes and gays at about the same level, and I'd be hard. I'd be. It'd be hard. I'd be hard uh, put put to give somebody life for killing a prostitute." Um, he said he just uh, he did what he thought was right. 
these, these are human lives. Yeah. He did lose re-election in 1992, uh, partly because the gays, uh, I guess they, they, they had it hard for against him. They rallied hard uh, for, for his uh, opponent, and then you know, his opponent uh, eked out the victory, and he lost re-election, which is an interesting piece in like LGBT history, like the, the way um, the gays kind of rallied to support a candidate because it showed that they could, they could mount uh, a sizable effort in yes. terms of getting candidates elected or defeating candidates that uh, were anti-LGBTQ. Of course, the Republicans were like, oh, this is not about the gay agenda. The gays don't have that much power, but the gays were like, yes, yes we, we do, do Mama. Yes, yes mom, we let's do. let's organize. Come on, hunties. <laughs> let's go to brunch and talk about it. That's <laughs> nope. what we do. What's what we used to do? We brunch. did used to do that. Oh, brunch. What is brunch like? Oh, what is brunch like? What was I don't remember. Please. Is it, is it eggs? <laughs> Can I please have egg? One, one Just egg one for egg. cell. I'll take shell too. <laughs> the um, the sad thing among uh, about various things about this case, the two murderers, the lack of attention to it. It's like it's some of this is still going on today, mm-hmm. right? You still is whether it's race or gender or sexual orientation or gender identity like these are all things this still happens again people go hunting and like that he fully went hunting like, the rittenhouse case yes, right he went hunting too ahmaud arbery mm-hmm. that case i mean yes justice has been served finally had that video not come out they would have no one would have ever known they were not arrested uh-uh. for 74 days uh-huh. yeah they yeah. were just out and about they had the the law enforcement had the and they were like, no. And then, like, all the relatives were, like, in the judicial system anyway. So they were like, no, like, this is not a problem. And so it was, until it got national attention because of the video, uh, people wouldn't have ever known about it. So then it begs the questions, like, how many situations are out there like that the people are just being hunted and murdered and we don't know? And they feel like they have the privilege to do that. Yeah. And this is so why people were like, oh, well, that's not really, like – that's a race thing, not an LGBTQ thing. I mean, to me, we're all in the same boat. Like, if, if, because we're all minorities, it is a matter of time until, yes, you may be attacking someone because of their race or their gender or their gender identity, yeah. but you may be coming for sexual orientation next. And so it is, I don't know. It's, well, there was it's, a video last year that I saw uh, that surfaced on Twitter that it was a trans drag queen in L.A. that was being literally bullied, like beaten up. And the police officers were right across the street just watching it happen. People were literally just, like, recording it, filming it. It's like people are so attached to their phones and catching the the viral video that when something is actually happening, they Don't just know. record it. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the wild. And like, they're, the, the person, the trans woman was, like, screaming for help, and the police officers were just watching, and everyone was just recording it. It's like... What the fuck is happening? So, I mean, it's like what you said, that minorities across the board are just hunted and taken, I mean, beaten up, yep. <laughs> killed, everything like that across the border. So, um, across the board. Yeah, so. for folks to be like, oh, that stuff doesn't happen. Again. It still happens, mm-hmm. right? Constantly. We just went through two cases. Like, one guy got off. Yeah. Rittenhouse got off. Uh-huh. You could argue there's a full video of him doing it. Yeah, and I get I like I I don't agree with the verdict there. I understand how the legal system is and how he was able to his lawyers were able to work it and get him off. Um, which means Did it that, what? I'm just <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but it shows you how this how bad the system is and how it can it's stacked up against mm-hmm. you. 
people of color minorities yep yeah i don't know it's fucking wild sad story it's i mean and i've never like again you can search i saw one article that had like because i i was like this is all about the murderer and i didn't want to just talk about that so i found one after lots of sleuthing uh one one article about the 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 described the two victims which yeah. you don't see anywhere yeah well, I mean, if it was all written from, like, pr- the perspective of the 80s, they were just like, oh, it's just another two gay people that are dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, amongst, the, during the AIDS crisis as well, it was just like, oh, more gay people are dying. Oh, darn. Shoot. Mm. <laughs> One singular, singular tear. Well, that's wild. That's spoopy. <laughs> that is spoopy. Spoopy. I mean, I think about things like that sometimes too, and I always freak Alejandro out because, like, he's the kind of person to always just like, everything's yeah, gonna be good. everything's perfect, everything's nice, and I'm like, I'm always afraid of just like being jumped or murdered, just like walking around in Montrose or something like that, or going to a straight bar and like holding hands or giving him a kiss or something like that, and the wrong person sees me and decides to follow me out of the bar and beat me up or something like that, like, mm-hmm. and so he's like, I never thought about any of that stuff. I'm like, I think about it constantly. <laughs> Like he's from a third world country. I like, know. <laughs> like you're not ever watching your back, dude. Dude, why does he dude? What is that? Straight. God, nobody says that. Sub <laughs> why bro. am I garbage? Yeah. Is am I a, a a a gay bro now? Is the football game on? Yeah. Hey, bro. Dude. You. That explains the extra large shirts. Mm. Mm. I'm actually a sorority girl now. Oh. Delta Gamma. <laughs> what? Delta Gamma. Uh huh. No, you're just a sorority hoe. Oh, I just like the frat parties. Gangbangs. <laughs> you were never invited. That's still a sore subject. <laughs> you're upset? Yeah. Wait, were no. you? Uh, Wait. I don't know what's happening. Frat culture. You're upset that you didn't get invited to frat boy parties. Yum. Do I just you wanted... know how to um, shotgun a, a Keystone Light? I used to shotgun uh, Strawberritas. Or <laughs> loco, and no, just vomit colors. I I, uh, I only did four logos once, and that was rough, rough. That, that was wild. Anyways, another podcast. That's our podcast. Yeah, podcast. <laughs> Y'all gonna think economy works? Oh yeah, of course, of course we'd we, love. Like, I have to pull it up. Of course we'd love to thank our sponsor. Economy works. You you have to have you have to pull it up. I'm doing it, <laughs> but as long as I'm singing, the then nobody knows what's if happening. The same part of the commercial. Well, how close are you? I ask him that all the time. Oh, what? That is TMI. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Economy Works. You need help with marketing? Hire a freelancer. You need help building a website? Hire a freelancer. You need help with benchmarking and analysis? Hire a freelancer. Economy Works believes in the power of connection and wants to connect you with its talent network. The talent network has over 1,000 years of experience. It's as old as me. Uh, And it's growing in HR, marketing, IT, account, IT, IT, information technology, (laughs) accounting, and other specialties. Economy Works. When we work, the the economy economy works. works. You can find out more at economyworks.com. That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-O-R-K-S dot com. Economy Works. Yeah.
you had it the whole time, why did you not just do it? Because I just didn't we just talk about me? Oh, diversifying. I'm the glad commercials. I don't have to do them all the time. Yes, well, yes, I already yes. did one. Looking at you. <laughs> I just came here for for the the white cloth. Yeah, that's all you're getting. Get the fuck out. Yeah, the <laughs> Please leave. Um, of course, we'd love to tell you about our sister podcast, but we're on it. So you're oh, already here. Yeah. I was like, how about that for a conspiracy? Oh, what? The podcast is in the podcast the whole time. Whoa. What? Do people <laughs> that don't know us think that these two podcasts are done like different places in the world? What? No, they're what? both done at the Ben Wynn Studios. Yes, Ben Wynn Studios. Ben Wynn Studios. But this is the Ben Wynn Studios just right here. That's the table. Yeah. This is that over there too is meta. Lounge. I've had Christmas too, Lounge. too much turkey and wine to be like, what the fuck? What's going on here? Like, I can't figure... Like, what? How do you outro this podcast? Like, well, like us? Well, no. I mean, you're going to think your sister podcast, and I would say, oh, find Chris and, and you know the guy who keeps our sound and check at this podcast. But we're all here. But we're already here. And I'm on your podcast, and you're on mine. You can listen to that. Our spoopy gay stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's our spoopy gay stuff. Uh, email... Forward slash. Forward slash. This does not exist. Uh, 404, 404 error. <laughs> we still pay for that. 404 error. You also have a website. We yeah. We talk about it sometimes. <laughs> we bring it up every once in a while. But hey, that's yeah. ourspoopypodcast.com. Hey, that's show business. <laughs> you know what? People who are listening to this could leave both of our podcasts a review. They could. They could. Press those five stars, honey. Mama, darling. Yes, God. Leave us a comment. Say like, something. Like, share. Interact. Uh-huh. Kiki, connect, celebrate. That's our spooky oh. podcast. And let's, let's talk, talk about, about gay, gay stuff. stuff. There you go. Two separate podcasts. Woo. Two separate podcasts. One that talks about LGBTQ plus history, and the other that talks about... Stupid bitches. <laughs> yes. Stupid bitches get money. Stupid bitches. <laughs> One of them wears a small and doesn't fit. It's me. Mm, oh, that is you. It's <laughs> it just and the other one is so gorgeous, soft, sultry voice that just sounds like ah! <laughs> nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> I think that you have the more annoying voice. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that I know you have the more annoying voice. I don't know how to respond. <laughs> Shut up. <It's> like... <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. Do we <laughs> tell them? How do we outro this? Uh, we can like, say we do our things, but what did what do you guys? You just say bye, goodbye. Well, no, you say we're we here. Say we're here. Okay. Nope. That we can do. We'll do L tags, and then we're doing the production meeting right as the podcast mm-hmm. is airing. I mean, that we'll do, sounds very spooky podcast. We'll do L tags, and then you you'll do. We do your, that. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're here. We're queer. Get used to it. And get spoopy with it. it.